Welcome to the talk show. It's Bernie and Chimdi. Yo, 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 my man, Chimdi, how are you doing? I'm good, bro. How are you? You know, I'm, uh, we're, we're talking pre-show, yawning, tired a lot, two kids is... Is wild behavior. <laughs> it's uh, wild. And it's North America? My God, it's wild. I feel oh, you, man. man. I feel you. But it's beautiful, though, right? I mean, you know, how is PJ being really with uh, the baby? Is he trying to help or just his attention is for a little bit and then goes? How is that? Oh, PJ is a... PJ is a kid who loves a good life and always wants to just do what PJ wants to do and have fun. But when mm-hmm. it comes to Micah, he's very much like, I want a whole baby. I want mm-hmm. a whole baby. And if you don't mm-hmm. let him, he cries. So right. I, I have to let him like hold him, but he doesn't know how to hold him. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, putting the kid in a bit of danger. But he's he always wants to be around. He always wants to pet him. Sometimes he's like, oh... He wants to play like, I got your nose with him. I'm like, yeah, but like, be very gentle as you're doing it, because otherwise he just like smashes his face. <laughs> like, this kid is yeah. three weeks old. Stop doing that. But he exactly. definitely wants to be around and involved, which is like a very good sign. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's that's one thing that you know you, you kind of always want to begin fostering from from the jump, if you can, with your kids. I'm sure so. That'll be interesting. I can already tell Kaima will be very hands-on all the time um, mm-hmm. with with any sibling she gets. So I can only imagine, you know, how and that's that good. Be. I always think a family that has daughters first, the rest of them fall in line. This, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I want. I want to test that theory by looking at like our friends later on and be like, "Are you the? Is this person the firstborn? How's the rest of their family?" But from what I've seen so far. Like that, that that works out pretty well. So you're in good shape. Yeah, good shape. Yeah, and thank you guys wait. for the gift. I appreciate that. I really, really do appreciate. Oh, of course, of course. Sorry, I I kept uh, forgetting. And you know, we were like, "Well, what do we get? What do we get?" And we're like, "Well, he probably has a lot of PJ stuff." So how about we just support financially because we know that the economy is crazy, and that's probably the easiest thing to do in terms of helping you get what it. you need. What you need directly, but yeah, man, uh, our pleasure. You know, love you guys as always, um, for sure. And um, I'm sure it's it's not easy. How was it with work too, by the way, with work and um, new baby and stuff like that? Uh, I've been off work for the last couple of weeks. Oh, you taking so, pater- um, paternity? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It took nice. uh, four weeks, so I'm going back. Wow. Not the first. Uh, second week of June. Nice. Yeah. That, is, that is clutch. That is clutch. Yeah. Um, very clutch. Good for you, man. Yep. Good for you. I wanted to make sure I got my bearings this time. You know, and I, and I wasn't, mm. like, just leaving her to work 24-7 and all that stuff. Like, you yeah. know, get get to know some things bond with him as well also like nowadays you can i can probably like you know with those um you guys have that uh i don't know what they call that thing 
a thing where you wrap the kid and like they're on like your chest while you're doing stuff. I don't oh, know. Like the swaddle type thing. Like yeah. The swaddle type thing, but like for moving around. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be using that so like I can work. Like any work stuff that I don't have to be on like a call. Like mm-hmm. I've seen people like strap the kid to their chest. I'm like, I wanna do that because I want definitely want to be yeah. more involved than I was with, with with PJ where I was just like, Oh, I'm working, what can I do? <laughs> yeah. You know, so That's good. Yep, yep, That's yep. good. Um yeah. But yeah, we were just talking before we started recording. Um about you know just life and you know different things that have occurred um in the last couple of days and you know one of the things we we're talking about i don't know how much in detail we can get but probably not but in our one of our group chats with our our classmates um i i, I particularly well what happened was this i don't know do i do i say what happened anyways some uh Events clashed essentially, and mm-hmm. um, you know, scheduling conflicts, and um, people did not alert others as to their non attendance in advance, even though it was put in public that this was happening, and they kind of said they were gonna go, you know, what I'm saying things like that. Um, <clears throat> and it kind of, I mean, honestly, I haven't read some of the other replies that have come in since like today but it kind of rubbed certain people the wrong way and i just to me i just felt really i don't know the whole situation made me feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um sad really um because on the one hand i feel like generally other than you and a few other people i just haven't stayed in contact with everyone and we're all literally like growing now and there's not a lot of not a lot of um linking up and i mean mine is primarily geographic really at this point and mm-hmm. everything that comes with that so it's it's not easy necessarily to keep in touch and on top of everybody's lives and stuff like that but then to see people on ground majorly major, majorly together you know or at least in the same place you know kind of feeling like each other's paths are clashing and, you know, different things people are doing, you know, are disrespectful or inconsiderate. I don't know. Just I felt I genuinely when I was chatting that that morning and trying to like, I guess, broker peace or whatever the hell I was doing, uh, I genuinely felt sad. Like that was how I was feeling reading all that stuff. So, like, what's going on here? Why are we feeling this way? You know, is this really what it's come to? You know, I guess I'm more detached than I thought I was, Mm. you know. And the, I mean, everyone now is an adult, so no one held back their words. They said, said things as they were. And you either take it and accept it or you're like me feeling some type of way. Um, but it seemed like everyone really expressed themselves. Everyone, no one like backed down or anything. They just said the facts. Mm-hmm. And some people, in my opinion, still did things that I don't know if they should have done, given the they didn't read the room, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, even after the fact. 
but I just felt some type of way about it. And uh, I just wanted I just wanted to bring it up really quickly. I'm wondering your thoughts on what happened also since we are kind of in the same boat and not on ground, you know. So what were your thoughts? I think in general, right, there 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 are a couple things at play. And I think group chats aside, the group chats are, are complicated things to manage people's feelings in regardless, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when it comes to, well, in the first place, when there's, if you say you're going to show up to something, either show up or be respectful of the other person, let them know in advance that you're not going to. I think, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone who disagrees on that. And then I don't think anyone is disrespectful enough to be like, well, it's not really a big deal. Right. I think, mm-hmm. I think when people, someone's hosting an, an event, I th- if you can't make it anymore, let them know. Um, it, it helps even if they're, you know, they've already planned for it financially and whatever, or time-wise, whatever. It's just, it's just respectful. And I think sometimes people forget that. Um, and, but I think, I think everyone kind of got that message by the end. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I would say is that, I mean, and maybe this is, this is something that people need to think about when they have large group chats. Usually group chats are like, hey, four or five of us are, 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 are tight, you know? Mm-hmm. So there isn't really the thing of, I'm not going to invite this person to this. You know, that's typically doesn't happen. But when you have like ours, which is a bit more of a reunion type thing of, what is it, 50, 60 people or something like that who all went to the it's same more class? Than that. Much more than that. It's yeah, more than much that, more right? Because we yeah. were 100 in our set, give or take. Um, mm. I don't know how, if all of us are on there, but the general idea mm-hmm. is that, like, you know, the 100 kids in our set get to reunite and chat with each other and, you know, on, on the group chat whenever we do, celebrate birthdays, mm-hmm. meetups, and stuff like that. And I think there are two aspects. It's that... If man, maybe it's a question that people can let us know. If there are private events that happen within the group, should they be posted in the larger group chat? In I, I have no, I have, I have no problem with that personally. I don't I think mean, that's a that's an issue. In in this particular case, something else occurred <clears throat> that took away from the primary thing that was. Well, first of all, you it seemed. The the overriding thing is, you knew that there was something else going on the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, maybe an alert should have been given to the individual who is hosting, who publicly declared they were hosting something. Mm-hmm. You know, should have been something should have been said. Um, I think that's that's the extent of it. Um, I don't even know if that individual. If the other private event was, I don't know if the person ever indicated that they were going to attend the other event. I don't think so. I, I'm mm-hmm. almost certain they wouldn't have. They wouldn't even have, wouldn't have even been on their radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it was everyone right. else who kind of um, said they would attend. I guess they thought they could attend both, or maybe just didn't realize both were on the same day. And you know. I guess picked which to go to, and I guess that's where the fracture comes in, um, and that's where I'd, I'm. I'm not sure um, if things are like it. I don't know. It just ends up looking as if 
people take one somebody else ser- more seriously than the others or something like that. That's, that's kind of how right? I think. That, that is what I harm. think is being that's what people are feeling and that's why it's, it's a problem and um i i don't know i i guess you know the, the thing about it is that this situation has happened so many times in our group uh kind of did for our, my wedding and in my mind i didn't even think about it twice as any issue because i guess people did come to both but um you know, it didn't. I never took it to the point where I felt terrible about it ever. I didn't even think about it twice. Like it didn't, it didn't bother me. You know, man, you, you like that's the type of thing where like you're so busy, like enjoying your day, like there's yeah. nothing that can bring you down and nothing that should, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just it just did not bother me. That's just the truth. Um, so, um, but I can understand how it could bother someone. Uh, I think a, a lot of this stuff that we're talking about in terms of bothering people, I think it's just a matter of timing, right? I, I think it's mm-hmm. both things can happen on the same day. People can go do what they need to do, especially, you know, with the parties that are involved, if you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. Those innocent parties that cannot do anything about anything. And I think it's just mm-hmm. certain things were said after the primary message was, was given, which made... Know, subsequent actions seem a little bit um, inconsiderate, deaf. so to say, and mm-hmm. tone deaf, yeah. So I think people in group chats, when they have problems, take a step back and maybe even take a day, you know, before yeah. you... Because there's a lot of groupthink, right? And it's like, I support this person, so I'm going to pile on with my opinion here, and then I support this person, mm-hmm. even though that it didn't happen to that extent, but it was a little bit sort of underhanded um, mm-hmm. on one side of it. And I think whenever you have groupthink... You know, people start to pile on. It, it sometimes things come out worse than 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 they need to. And I think I'm glad that certain people like yourself came out and tried to show like you know unity and love and whatever. Um, I think that helped. But at the same time, I think people need also need to understand that what's the purpose? Understand what the purpose of these things is is really just to keep tabs and create and keep the network going. But mm-hmm. I don't think that there's this thing of we owe each other invitations. You know what I mean? Or we owe each other, yeah. you know, public attendance. Yeah. All the time. Like you have to be respectful, but should, do we, do we have to post each little event that we have? You know? Yeah. No, I, I'm like, I, I'm glad that the Canadian side was excused <laughs> because we are, where we go. We are where we are. Um, mm-hmm. And and I, and I get that, but I, I'm not I'm not convinced that just because a lot of people live in Lagos, everyone has to invite to everything. I, I don't. I mean, let's not pretend that we were all close. We weren't. Like, yeah. we're all cool. I would imagine. I guess that's that's, close, I that's so. I guess that's what the realization is for me, anyways. Is that understanding that you know? I, I don't know. I just feel like I felt like we we came out of school. Obviously, everyone was what how they were when they were in school you know mm-hmm. whether it was um um just i don't know whatever it was whatever the groups were the friend groups but you know i just thought after that we for the most part were um more um like together more, or 
together. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, that's what I thought personally. And well, I guess that's I mean, not everyone, the case. most people, let me say, um, went to university. Mm-hmm. You know, some a lot of people are abroad, but definitely uh, away from home, let me say. And then went mm-hmm. to, um, you know, got married, made other friends, all sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. This group is not people's priority all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think there has to be a realistic set of expectations that arise from that. Um, and yeah. once we get that, I think we'll be okay. It's just really setting the right expectations for who we think we are and who we want to, who not who we think we are, but who we are uh, as a group and who we need to be as, as, as a group so that people don't get offended. Because it's hard, man. Right? Like, group chats are hard, man. They're hard stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just, it kind of stung me. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't expect that kind of venom, I guess is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was a little bit more vicious than, um, than it, it, it should have been. That's how I read it, anyways. And I guess, again, that's probably me being naive a little bit and just, you know, trying to be peacemaker, I guess. But I don't know. It just felt felt wrong to me that everyone was feeling that way about each other. I don't know. Again, um, a little bit naive, I guess. But I just know it just felt felt wrong that that was going on. Um, so yeah, I hear you. But yeah, that's I hear you. It's pretty tough. much pretty much what it, it was um, for me. Um, I just wanted to make bring it here just so we could kind of discuss it. Um, I, I don't want to start any type of uh, uh, problems <laughs> or anything. I can't believe Jimdy said this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I think you're good. That's what make sure it was. Yeah, I wanted to make sure it was addressed at least so if anyone sees this, they know how I, how I was looking at it. And, you know, maybe if they have other insight that I can't see, we can, you know, express that, you know, and I can understand mm-hmm. better. Not that anyone owes me any explanation or anything. I just, I just didn't think it was that bad, you know. I I'd be curious think- if people are listening to this, if they um have large group chats like the one that we have and what the dynamics are because i've got the ones of like my village people and like mm-hmm. there's arguments every other Muted. day Muted. <laughs> i don't Muted. mute it because you know what like there's always some gem that shows up like Fair someone enough. did it like dispute not over land but like you know over this or that or the other and it's like mm. not none of, y- none of y'all are making any sense uh, that one is just pure chaotic energy, and I love it. <laughs> but other than that, I don't. I don't have large group chats outside of our our high school one. So I'd be curious if people have them and what their role is. Are you a casual observer? Are you like overly involved? Um, people get along. Like I'm. I'm generally curious because it seems to me like this is a pretty unique situation, personally. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. It just it just seemed it was sad to me to me to observe. 
that's pretty much all it was. It was just sad to me, and I did. I never thought we would get to that point. That's my honest truth, and maybe that's again. That's probably pretty naive, but I just didn't didn't see that coming. That's my honest truth. So when I saw how things were going, and you know the different levels of shade being thrown, and then obviously, I mean, then again, I should have seen it because. There's several people that are not in the group chat anymore. Several topics that have come up that have been shut down or, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess I should have True. seen it. And again, yeah. we're, we're all adults. We can't, everyone can't get along. I should, I should think that way. I should realize that more than I do, I guess. <laughs> so It's true. That's it's where true. my problem comes in. So, but yeah, Speaking I just thought of, we should. Um... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Speaking of people not getting along, just as a uh, from my under the cosh days, anytime I see a, a good segue, I use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I uh, how do I how do I put this? So, Jimdi, you're a big Star Wars fan. Uh, I consider mm-hmm. myself a big Star Wars fan, but I, I consider you my encyclopedia into Star Wars. I think you've watched every piece of Star Wars material oh, that there is. Yes, I have though. No, known to man, um, so there's no better placed person. What what I've what I have seen though on the on the fan like sort of the fandom side is that mm-hmm. Star Wars has an incredibly passionate fan base, of which there's a huge toxic element to it. Um, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard about the fandom menace. Fandom menace. Yeah, a, cu- no, a couple no, years ago, a, a bunch of Pete Star Wars fans came together, and they were just they they had had enough with the sequel trilogy. So that's the Force Awakens, uh, the Last Jedi, and whatever the last one, Rise of Skywalker. And they thought part of it was they thought, okay, the sto- the movies were shit and poor, poorly handled, which is okay. You can have that example opinion. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But then they also thought that everything that they were doing was diversity and wokeness and Me Too and whatever. Yeah. So Daisy Ridley got harassed. John Boyega got harassed. And Kelly Marie Tran got absolutely destroyed by these people. And it, it felt very coordinated. Now, the fandom mm-hmm. menace fell apart because you can't continue to be overly racist and, you know, online and expect not to be picked apart. Um mm-hmm. But it sort of reared its ugly head a little bit because um, Moses Ingram, who plays Reva, right? Is the name of the character? Reva, I think. Reva, right. In the Obi-Wan Kenobi, just got destroyed with racist comment after racist comment. Um, And... Star Wars official account, Ewan McGregor just came out with something where they've they've decided we're not going to deal with the one let let what happens to the other people happen again, and we're going to support her openly, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really good uh, thing. But mm-hmm. it's funny to me that like anytime you include a black character, and I feel like Riva is an original character, but mm-hmm. anytime you include a black person, they go. Oh, we're they're, they're doing race swaps, which I don't particularly like. But people get mad at that, and then they go, "This is wokeness." 
But then they then they go, why don't, you, why don't you just include original black characters? Then you include a original black character, and then it's this affirmative action argument that they use. And it's like, yep. what did you like? Like, how can we win here? How can we not be yep. accused of just being there to to carry a quota? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Um. I, I mean, I don't. I. I. You're right. I don't. I don't understand. Well, I do, uh, in the sense that uh, you can't expect these people to not be themselves. I guess that's that's how I'm looking at it. Is that you know they don't change their spots, and that's how they're going to react because they're immature, essentially. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's just like first of all, like even like um. Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, you know, um, the they made the Valerian house a black family. Uh, everyone was up in arms, claiming that that's not how it was written. Meanwhile, R. George R. R. Martin is a producer. I'm, I'm certain he would have had a say. I'm certain he would have given his blessing. So why do you feel you can interpret interpret the material you know specific way you know, mm-hmm. why does it have to go according i mean why does it why is every character automatically black oh, sorry white you know why is that the staple why does it have to be that way why was it that way for so long was that correct is that true is are you guys the only ones that exist you know on earth um so just little things like that little um microaggression type behavior type things it's like get a grip get over yourselves type thing you know and it's it, it's rampant and i feel i feel for her though i mean she came out with a, i don't know if you saw her video her response video yeah she, I, I she saw that. Uh, addressed it and it's kind of kind of sad that you have to go through that you're just doing your job literally you're given a script you know whether or not they did um a what you call it what what they say again whether or not it was just um well like a diversity diversity hire. diversity hire or whatever whether or not it was that you know I, i'm in the job because i qualify for whatever they wanted and now you're mad because because of that you know like it's it's just silly, um, and you know, if uh, one thing people say is is the writing is what they have an issue with. It is um, pretty bad. The, the I won't character. lie. It is, yeah. It's pretty. But I, I mean, you think it's care. worse than <laughs> I think it is. I don't. I'm not too bothered with it, honestly. Uh, but I can see why people may have an issue with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's not. She's just acting what was put in front of her, and she's. I mean, first of all, people. She's supposed to be hated as a character, so she's doing that job already. You know that's spot on. Um, she can't control anything else though. So like, you know, what they tell her to do is what she's gonna do. Uh, whether or not she was a diversity hire or not is not of our concern. So like, you know, get over it. I, I don't know. It's just very depressing that people have to go through that. You know, that has to be a topic of discussion. Blah blah blah. It's just 
annoying. Very annoying. I think what people just yeah. genuinely don't understand is that let's even say she is. Like, do people not understand what Star Wars is? Like, they they talk about like politics, and George Lucas will tell you Star Wars is inherently political. Mm-hmm. He he actually says this stuff. This is the point that like mm-hmm. a lot of it reminds him of Vietnam, and reminds him of World War Two. Like this is this is the point. Like he's he's George Lucas of all people is not running away from from that. Like are we are we then suggesting? Because some people say like oh. I like Mace Windu, so I can't, I'm not, this is my issue with her isn't racism. It's like, but what's the difference in having her, like, show up on the show and Mace Windu all of a sudden be, you know, a Jedi? It's a, like, just a black actually, person. Actually, a question for you. Is this, is, is there, the whole canon and the whole story of Star Wars is based on the movies, the prequels and the, sequels or whatever mm-hmm. uh and um everything from there is an offshoot um are all the obviously obi-wan is an original writing you know uh what you call it everything that's come out of it is an original writing right or is there is there there's just a, a block of canon and like lore and stuff that you go off of, but in general, like this is mostly Clone Wars is something newly created, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like they're stories that are freshly created. So why do they think? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, obviously, but you don't even have any context for Riva's character not to be included and not to be black. Do you know what I'm saying? That's, like that, that, that's people's pro- that's the thing that they're being hypocritical because they'll tell you like. Oh, just create your own original characters, and they did. But the the theory, and for those who haven't um, seen it, this may be a mild spoiler. And this is just a theory. I don't know if it's a spoiler. It's a theory. Is that mm-hmm. what's that thing? Operation sixty six. Uh, Order sixty six. Yeah, Order sixty six. Like uh-huh. they're suggesting that she was one of the kids. Yeah, that, that he showed in away. the beginning. Yes, I I, I and, saw that. And I'm like, then that makes perfect sense. Like, you know, like this is not they still, have, they, they, they still have to explain why she's so mad at Obi Wan specifically, but I guess she could have just and, attached herself to Annie and this. And here, and here's know. my thing: a lot of people are mad. They're like, "Well, she doesn't make sense." Like, hello, it's a series, not a film. <laughs> like, you think they're not going to have some kind of Reva flashback or something? Like, this, mm-hmm. this stuff happens all the time. I don't, I we're such an impatient generation it's 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 really really unbelievable um yeah how do you do I mean, the, the only difference between our time and like i guess our parents time or whatever is that you can't be openly that way to an extent like there they generally can be consequences for certain behavior mm-hmm. you know compared to back then other than that, there's no difference, really. No difference at all. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think it's of the sad. show so far overall, though? I like it. I like, I, I like, I like the way they started it with the um, Order sixty six. That mm. again, spoiler alert for everyone. Sorry, but um. I like how they started with that. It just took you back to 
all the other times we've seen a version of Order 66, like in Bad Batch, we saw at one angle. Um, Mm -hmm. In Mandalorian, we saw one angle. And then we saw the original angle in... um, I I don't know the names of the original movies, like by... by The first one. No, which one was where Anakin turned? That's... uh, uh, Oh, in the prequels, um, it's the Return, no, no, Return, the Return of the Sith, right? Um, Return of the Sith? Is that the one? Yeah. One of them anyways, but the one where they did Order 66. That, so that was the first time we saw Order 66 in motion. I feel like Bad Batch Clone Wars did not have Order 66 because that was way after it already happened, right? Revenge of the Sith, my bad. Yeah. Uh... So I think you know, just seeing that from different another different angle, getting more of a story about it was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Then, um, what do you call it? Um, and then I think they kept that theme kind of going through in terms of even how they they tried to shoot some of the scenes. You know, just the same. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same lens they use or something, but it just felt like the same, like a continuation yep. of the old movies. And they yep. retouched, they retouched those opening scenes to make it look better. Because every time I watch those things now, I'm like this is so old and so annoying and so nasty. Um, but and then I, I like everything else so far. So good stories. I just want to know what the issue is with Riva. Um, obviously the Grand Inquisitor is not dead because he shows up again in in the subsequent series, which includes Clone Wars. Um, so he's definitely not dead. Uh, I saw something recently about another Star Wars um, series coming out in which Jude Law might be in. Yes. I forgot what it's called. And apparently they may make him Thrawn. Which would be pretty cool, actually, if they made him made him blue and mm. made his hair what was Thrawn. They may make him Admiral Thrawn, which I don't know why they chose a random story to bring him in. But then again, you know, anything that brings us closer to, um, I think it's supposed to even come out before um, Ahsoka's show. So anything that brings us closer to Ahsoka's journey, trying to find Ezra and all that kind of shit, mm-hmm. they have to mm-hmm. give, they have to introduce. Thrawn somehow. I don't think they'll just introduce him in that story. Jude Law is going to be huge in this. It's going to be I huge. Know. Well, I, 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 I agree with you in general. I think Obi-Wan, you know the thing is I it's it's the first two episodes premiered and I'm going to put it this way. It's bad but I like it. Like <laughs> Like, I really like it. But, like, there are things that I watch and I'm like, what were they thinking? Like, the chase scene where they're going after Leia. Yeah. Like, Leia, it's yeah, just not was, believable. It's not. It, it's, ho- it's a horribly directed scene. And yeah. I'm like, for a second it took me out of it because I'm like, this is trash. Like, there's no way mm-hmm. they wouldn't have caught, caught that girl, like, way before they did. And, like, it's kind of set the tone for the rest of where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can't buy into this this way. And then is Moses Ingram acting that well? No. 
but I don't think the script is giving her much to work with anyway. But then mm. again, I, I put my hat back on. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is the writing in the prequel trilogy was very, very basic because George Lucas wrote it that way. And mm-hmm. he claims to, to have written it that way on purpose. So does that, does that do they have depth to what they say? No. Like, Revan mm-hmm. literally just says, I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, like, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, But that's, that's like, they're actually continuing how George Lucas writes, if that makes any sense. They're being true to what George Lucas actually wants to do as opposed mm-hmm. to what you should do. It's not like they're getting, like, in Rise of Skywalker, Chris Terrio wrote, wrote the script. And if anyone mm-hmm. knows anything about the lines in BVS or Zack Snyder's Justice League, this stuff is mythologically dense, where, like, people are mm-hmm. doing monologues and, like, soliloquies and, like, deep shit. Like, you're not going to get that in a George Lucas-style, like, script. That's mm-hmm. It would be a bit too heavy. So yeah. it is what it is, and I appreciate it for what it is, but I know there's a lot of shit like like in this thing. But I don't yeah, care. I think I, I care. think I think I mean how much worse is this than Boba Fett? It's not much worse. People okay. didn't like Boba Fett, so I guess that makes sense. Look, this is infinitely people, better than Boba Fett. But yeah, but then the, the the you're right, the the lines and stuff are not even Mandalorian, that's even worse in terms of lines. Mando Dinjarin doesn't say shit. Barely mm-hmm. says shit. Him mm-hmm. and Grogu, they don't have conversations. And People I think just like Pedro part Pascal. Of, part of the allure of the Mandalorian is that you feel it as opposed to hear it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you feel what's going on, and I kind of like that. That's why to me it's yeah. the best of them. Boba Fett should have yeah. said less. Like, why is Boba Fett talking so much? He's not supposed to talk this much. Well, what, what's going on? And even even Tamora Morrison. To do that, mm-hmm. Well, Tamora Morrison actually said that he tried to cut lines and give them to Fennec. Because yeah, you can he tell felt, that he didn't. He tried not to talk too much. Fennec did a lot of the talking for him. Yeah, but it he felt that Boba Fett was talking too much as is, and he lost the fight with the directors. And I agree with him. This though, you're not going to stop Obi Wan from talking. All Obi Wan ever does is tell people what to no. do. He has to talk. Obi Wan Obi Wan side of it is not bad. Obi Wan's like the dialogue between him and what's her name and Leia were not bad. You could tell that there was good acting there. You could feel them. Um, uh, Bill Organa and the Organa family, the conversations were not. They were not bad. You know, I just think it's Reva's lines that just seem to the Inquisitors in general just seem to boxy. But at the same time, though, in Clone Wars, was it any better? Well, that's that, that's the thing. I think it's on purpose. In the yeah, in, in this, is. I think I think they're going for how do we keep this as true to what George Lucas? Because George Lucas, someone said this about you know the Hayden Christensen movies, mm-hmm. and Hayden yeah, Christensen actually commented on that in the press tour, and he said, this act, is, "Well, he, he did it, but he said <laughs> this is what George Lucas like said that they wanted to do." What I what I do agree with you is that like I don't think a lot of people liked him because he was a bit too robotic. Too robotic. But I do like it was hundred percent. But I enjoy Mm -hmm. that like there's a little bit of a what's the word I'm looking for? 
people are looking at it now from a lens of, you know what, Hayden, you were it, like, maybe we, maybe the people were a little bit too harsh on you. And now there's like this clamor for people who are excited to see him back. Yeah, but that's just because of nostalgia at this point. And that's just because we're retelling a classic story. And we're, exactly. you know, everyone's older now. And it's been 20 some 17 years or whatever the hell it's been exactly. since Hayden was last on the screen. That's the only reason why. But in terms of his acting, the acting was ass. Like the way he delivered lines. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, next to Padme, he looked like a robot. Next to uh, Obi-Wan, he looked like a robot. Even Obi-Wan's character, honestly, the first movie, their dialogue, again, like you said, that's George Lucas and how he wrote it. Because the dialogue with him and Qui-Gon was like, the only reason why Qui-Gon, you felt it, because Liam Neeson is a reasonable actor. Everyone's used to him being that way, mm-hmm. you know? But it just felt like all those conversations are all like boxing and the thing is i agree with you on all those points i felt them all Mm -hmm. at the time i've been rewatching them in anticipation Mm -hmm. of this and like Mm -hmm. everything you said is spot on it is i'm just (laughs) i'm just really enjoying the fact that i think i think what it is there's a lot of like maybe we were too harsh on him because like you know star wars is such a um because you're talking about Zinkram, right it's very Mm -hmm. unforgiving fan base and the man yeah. talked about how, like, the backlash took such a toll on him, he actually quit acting for a bit. So I think yeah. a lot of the love that he's receiving right now is like, hey, we're sorry that they did that, that, like, that happened to you. But we are happy that you're back because Vader is back and you're bringing back Vader. Like, the nostalgia thing is there. It, it is. We're in a, a nostalgia era where people will look back on, like, actors or like performances they didn't really like but the fact that like it's nostalgia they're like like look at spider-man no way home right mm-hmm. um andrew garfield i like the dude i like that first one that he did the second one was ass but i like that one that he did but a lot of people didn't like him in general but when they mm-hmm. heard he was no way home all like the andrew garfield hive comes up right like yeah I think you're going to see, like, if George Clooney came back as Batman today, you would see, like, a George Clooney, like, oh, my God, we're so excited. Like, it would happen. Like, you know? And I'm just happy yeah. for Hayden because I'm always happy when someone, like, gets out of a bad situation and can, like, in- look back and enjoy, you know, what they didn't enjoy after a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how they put him so that we know it's him in this, you know. Are they going to let him actually voice Vader or no? I don't know. Is it still James Earl Jones? That nigga's still eating off this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, that, that is the greatest gig of all time. But I, well, I don't know what they're going to do there. Are they going to actually make a Hayden? Is he just going to be the one actually wearing the suit? They'll probably take off his helmet a few times, probably. Um, I guess they can explain. Because even in uh, the first time we saw him with his helmet off, the person that spoke as the actor, sounded different from the machine. So I guess they say the machine is what gives him that voice of James L. Jones. I guess I could see that being the case. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what the rest of it plays out like. Yeah, so far, so good. Just the production, Disney so far is, I think, I don't think I've hated any of the series they brought out. Any of them. So far, they've killed it on all, on all of them. Uh, Marvel and Marvel and Star Wars. What are you gonna say now? What What isn't you like? No, I'm I'm just, I'm thinking of like man, you are you are a nice guy. 
Uh, <laughs> what did you hate? I hated. I've I've not even finished Hawkeye because I hated the first two episodes. I thought I was. I like it. I found it, I found it I found, fun. I, I thought I was ass juice. <laughs> 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 um, but to the point, I didn't hate. I mean, I don't like Boba Fett, but um, I don't hate Boba Fett. I hate Hawkeye. Um, he, he I, loved I, I, One Division. You loved Loki. You know what? One Division. Remember, I didn't like it at first. You didn't like One it Division at first, by the end. Did. By the end, yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is good." Yeah. It's like, yeah. like I'm. I was very impressed with One Press. One, one. You know, the ones I like the best are the ones that are the weirdest. One Division and Loki are two weird ass series, Fair and enough. I think yeah. they took risks, and I like them for it. But the you rest, didn't like, what if? You didn't like what if, man? What if was whatever was weird? <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't like I haven't even finished it yet till this day. It just. It didn't yeah. grip me. Like it just didn't grip me. It. It was. It, I. I didn't have a problem with it. It was like all right, all right, cool. Um, did you see? Um, you saw um, Multiverse of Madness yet? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen any good, any of the new movies. Anything. I just haven't had time. Let me say this up, Multiverse of Madness. I enjoy this movie. And then I heard mm-hmm. everyone else thought it was ass. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you don't understand. Like, I didn't even... Like, somehow I escaped people's, like, reviews. And I watched it. And I was like, but this movie's cool. Like, <laughs> there are some parts where I'm like, okay, this is fucking cringe. I don't know why you're doing this. Like, there, there literally are some scenes where I'm like, I don't get it. But, like... I had the same feeling I had with Eternals where I was like, this movie's good. Like, I don't understand. Because I think also they tried some risks. But there is some weird mm-hmm. stuff, 100%. There is some weird stuff, 100%. Um, yeah. I say, I, I say yeah. give it a watch. Um, I also say I cannot recommend everything, everywhere, all at once more than oh, wow, I would yeah. recommend it right now. Oh, so you're saying it's pretty good. I should see it. It's sensational. Okay. But like, so my question, my question for you is this, right? Um, where, um, where did you watch it? First of all, uh, it wasn't legal. <laughs> okay, I'll say that because I've been, I've been, I've been trying to find them. Like, where the fuck is this shit? And I don't. It's know in where theaters, but like. You anywhere you know to find like things that you don't get on the regular, they now have a HD version of it. Um, okay. The way I described it on Twitter was that the director is on drugs, this right script writers on drugs, and the actors are on drugs, but like in a very good way. It's the weirdest mm-hmm. movie you'll see in a long time, but mm-hmm. it's a multiverse movie. And nice. it is the best multiverse movie because they—it's very different. It's very different. There's a good story, and it's just like, Jim. I promise you, if you watch this movie, there's one scene that I'm trying to get people to watch and then tell me if they felt as if they were like on LSD. There's just one scene where like <laughs> I cannot believe the writers wrote this, and I cannot believe the director directed this. 
like how is this even humanly happening like right now it's 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 a big bold reach of a movie and i'm glad that it's doing so well wow what what is and it came out in cinemas right yes yeah, and i think it's still in cinemas right now okay it's 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 good it's good i would put it as the best movie i've seen this year with the batman second really wow mm-hmm. i wonder if she's gonna win anything for it i think she's that good that she could win something even outside even though it's action has any real action kung fu movie won best movie before crouching tiger i think was nominated but um she was because the way that, people were talking she's... about it and the whole multiversal thing about it and how it was directed and stuff, at least it'll win something in the awards, it looks like. I I think it'll be one of those movies where, like, because of the clamor for it, it'll be Mm -hmm. nominated, but then they'll be like, we don't want to give it anything. Like, I can can see that. And they said they did multiverse, like, really well. Is that true? It's a different take on multiverse in a sense of you know how like the way that they're doing multiverse in Marvel they're literally going somewhere else right in this it's Mm. not about you going somewhere else but it's you where you are you being a physical manifestation of the other version of you so she can still visualize that person, that variant, let me call it variant of herself in another place. But the Mm -hmm. idea is that you take traits from that variant and you apply it into your circumstance at present. So you become that person here. For that, so if if the person can deadlift 300 pounds and you're struggling, Mm -hmm. you can just do it. You can tap tap into that and then deadlift, exactly. The stuff you have to do to activate it, but you can do that. that like, the first time I saw them do it, this, I was like, okay. I'm that in. one scene <laughs> in the hall, uh, I don't know if that was a variant of hers or someone was trying to kill her, but the younger girl that was like holding the dildo, I changed it to a sword or something. Mm-hmm. I saw it online. I just seen. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? That just looks intense. That- <laughs> That's that's a microcosm of how wild this movie is. Wow. Like I'm telling you it's written by people who are on LSD. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> it, it it literally feels like that. So. I have to watch it though. I have to watch it. Yeah. I just haven't had time. I don't even know when next I'm gonna have time to go to the cinema. But Dara is around now, so maybe I should find time to go with Amaga if she's free before she starts school. Well, I definitely don't have time, but I hope you find time to watch Top Gun Maverick because all I'm hearing is that like it's amazing. Me too. I want to watch that. It's too many. That's three movies now. How, how the fuck mm-hmm. am I going to find time? Oh, mm-hmm. I heard. Oh, Fantastic Beats is on uh, HBO Max. I know. I don't know if you're into. I'm, I'm into Harry Potter shit. So I, I'm into Beasts, it. I definitely but like, watch it. I'm not into Fantastic Beasts. I don't think I, I've not. I mean, I've not watched one. I don't think I will. Really? Oh, I think it's I, I like I like and I like Eddie Redmayne. I like Jude Law. I like all the they're actors. They're adults. I like it. I don't know. He's a weirdo in it. Like he is in everything. So I like it. But yeah, yeah man. Oh. 
we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know if I get to it. I think I, I'm gonna try. Now that I think about it, before I'm gonna start school, I'll just ask her. Maybe we'll go see a movie Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week. <laughs> Maybe knock it out before she starts school. Yeah, um, man. But yeah. All right, bro. Uh, All right, my man. Have a good night. Um, and anyone that listens to this, at least the first part, any of our classmates, feel free to hit me up about the discussion. I really want to talk about it and see if we can get to a good place because, um, I don't know, it really upset me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird, but it upset <laughs> me. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. Uh, Bernie, have a good good night. Um, my love to everyone. Kisses to PJ and MJ. And, uh, Same here. Say hi to everybody for us. We'll do, bro. Peace. All right, well, man. Thanks for listening to the Talk Shop with Bernie and Chimdi. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You want to talk to us? Find Bernie at BUJ21 on Twitter and Chimdi at Coms88.